Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Winning. Kick. Weekly. Smith for the win. Runchy K. Yo, what's good, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Winning Picks Weekly. I'm John Malika. As always, I'm joined by my buddy, my co-host, my pal, the video producer of Knicks, Jets, etc. My boy, Greg. What up, man? What's going on? Ready for another week of gambling. We're gambling every day, so happy to hop on and talk about it. Let's go. Hell yeah, man. And uh, I've been saying on the Knicks, Jets, etc. pods, whether it's the Knicks free agency one, or the Jets one where we're in the really dog days of the offseason. I mean, this is the slowest times in sports. I, I get probably till next year this time. So uh, somehow, some way, we are pulling it together here uh, from hot dog uh, over unders on July 4th to golf tournaments. Uh, we're, we're all over the PGA every single tournament <laughs> this year. I'm, it's crazy. I've never heard of the Scottish Open. And now we're here. Uh, of course, we got the daily MLB. Yankees and Mets are going hard, man. And nothing's more fun than taking a bunch of uh, money line parlays, run line parlays, or even same game parlays. So we're here for it all. And let's talk about it, man. Let's talk about it. Uh, I know you had some gripes with the July 4th Joey Chestnut. <laughs> eating contest getting attacked so i mean it was dude, let's start with that. <laughs> how do you not cancel the bets how is that how is that still go through guy was mauled in the middle of, of eating competitively i mean what are you supposed to do well listen i mean we've had protests by the way the by the court by the way by the way <laughs> no, we, i don't think count, greg I don't think we talked about it on. I don't think we talked about it on last week's episode, and that was a big mistake going to the Fourth of July weekend. But if you don't know, you bet the over every single time. <laughs> Not this year. Well, shout out Not to Barstool. Shout out to the Barstool Sportsbook uh, for because they uh, they they actually did take the 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 
bet off the board. They gave everybody their money back because, as you said, the champion, the USA champ, puts every franchise to shame. <laughs> Coming out there with his after with, with his crutches after surgery, uh, it's, you know, still still clearing the contest, even though he didn't get the over, putting people putting people down and citizen arresting them. I mean, what a day! What yeah, a day. still like up by twenty hot dogs, just clothesline and chokehold and tackling people, and then going back to eating hot dogs. Like the dude's a machine. The whole event's awesome. I mean, the the lead up stuff to it, like the the gallon lemonade jug challenge, and then I just oh, yeah. love. All, I, I mean, I love everything. <laughs> I love awesome. I, I love the intros. The guys on the mic, I forget his name <laughs> now. Incredible. The stats that they have, like some dude ate, you know. Six sixteen dozen oysters in four minutes. It's just like the stats that they have for the major league eating. You know, shout out to those guys. Those guys put it down. And girls, Question. there's a bunch of stuff for the women too. So it was great. It was a fun event. Well, how do you feel about the controversy of of them putting it on ESPN News to start off? Yeah, that was such bullshit. I was looking for it for like five minutes. I was like, What's going on? It's the Fourth of July. It's noon. It was ESPN doing classic, but, classic. Well. Let me transition to you're asking what is ESPN doing. I have a question, Greg. What the hell is the MLB doing? Not making July 4th the premier Major League Baseball day. They should, baseball should absolutely own July 4th. Everybody should be looking forward to July 4th, their baseball team. It should be a spectacle. Not only that, the Yankees didn't even play, man. What the hell? What are we doing? Oh, like, they, only, they only let the most American teams play on July 4th. So well, the Mets so played, obviously, the Yankees didn't, and it is what it is. That's really weird because the first place team in the American League <laughs> didn't play. So I don't know what else you want us to do. It is crazy. It should be like there should be some sort of branding behind it, some sort of spectacle behind it. It should they be rivalry the, week. It should it, be rivalry day. Like yeah. the, the whole, the, the, no matter when it comes, if you can't have a series. Especially because it was it was perfect, like ah oh, man, I know they said it was a Monday, but to just extend the series, like imagine it was Yankees Mets on July fourth, the city would be buzzing. Yeah, you know, and, and no one and July fourth is uh, is a ghost town in New York City. It's honestly perfect time to, <laughs> to, to have a game. Yeah, no, it should be, and like they did like the cornfield game or whatever they called it, or whatever the Field of Dreams game. I don't know if that was it, but that was in August. Yeah, like that maybe could be July Fourth. Like that would be pretty yeah. cool to end the day with something like that. But it's the most American thing ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. agree. I agree. Well, let's let, let's transition into you know this is a betting pod. This is winning picks weekly. Let's start off with today, man. Today uh, I got in this live bet here. Uh, if you check us out on Twitter. Hopefully you tailed us. Uh, it was plus three twenty five, plus three fifty. If you took Jok- uh, Djokovic, where you could have cashed it out. Uh, so I, I, that's what I did, honestly. So I don't have to wait for it. <laughs> I could just reuse that money because Djokovic was sixteen hundred. But like I, like I've been pulling on this pot when the Yankees are down. I've been taking them. That's been working really well this year. When Nadal is down a set, I just you know he was he was plus three hundred at one point, plus four twenty five. I got him in at plus. Uh, I got in a couple times, like from plus 300 down, kind of uh, descending a little bit up yeah. until plus 140. He was even on the last sets. He was still like plus 140 to win, which was crazy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he didn't look good. It was kind of a scary day for him, but I ended up pulling it out. So, yeah, whenever he does, he does these annoying little things, man, he does these little annoying things where 
He calls time out for the medical, his abdomen. He does his little. He's, he's old. Like, but he does he does a lot of these like stalling tactics and yeah. it somehow works. Like he killed after the timeout. So I that that was fun. That was a nice little turnaround. Kurgios was was a huge uh favorite the whole day. Yeah. Uh, he almost blew it at the end. I mean not not really blew it, blew it, blew it set. But uh that was fun to watch. He just screams at everyone. I I love how this tournament's been going. Yeah, it's another thing that, like you said, it's a dog days of summer, but there's always something to gamble on. Wimbledon's always great, especially when it's one of these big-time favorites gets down a little early because it's a long, long match, man. You can go down two sets and rattle off three in a row and end up winning it. So, yeah, I'm with you. The live betting, whether it's baseball, whether it's tennis, you know, Chip Murphy's been doing pretty good <laughs> at betting golf live, like after, you know, on Friday or Saturday and stuff, or going, even going into Sunday, so... Um, definitely always important to keep an eye on these lines and figure out where it's at. I got the Mets right now, plus 385, 380 before we started, just because they were down one in the ninth and they tied it up. We're in, our, you know, we're in extra innings right now, or it's the bottom of the ninth right now. So, um, you know, just that's where the real value is. I, I always say that if I could get to a spot where I'm a full time gambler, it would just be live betting and it would just be betting people that, heavy favorites and they just start out slow and you just get good lines because chances are Vegas had a line right to start. So it starts out a little wonky. If the Mets or the Yankees go down a couple runs early or the Dodgers or the Braves or the the Houston uh, Astros who keep Gosh. looking better and better. I, uh, I, hate, I hate that you keep bringing them up. But yeah, I, I, Dude, I, I put it in. The Dodgers. Them, I know. Dodgers. I really trust the Dodgers if I'm being 100% honest with you. But like you like like you said, I have been on this this daily Mets thing. I threw in Nadal and Kyrgios with Mets minus one and a half. They got the Yankees run line. The Tampa Bay Rays were plus in the money in the run line, so I took that. Uh, they were plus one and a half at the Sox. They murdered today. Angels minus one and a half with Otani. Had to take that. Yep. The Yankees and the Mets were scaring me today. I mean. At Cincinnati, at Pittsburgh, the two best teams in the league the whole year. These should, and they both lost yesterday. This, this, this should have been the easiest bet of the day, to be honest yeah. with you. No, I'm with you. The, like, the go Met, ahead. The Mets have been a little flat last week or two. They just haven't been hitting as well as they were at the early part of the season, specifically with like runners in scoring position. Like, I think, you know, a week, a couple weeks ago, or even a month ago, I was like, we're the best hitting team with two outs. We've been doing great with runners in scoring position. It's not the case over the last couple of weeks. So when you're leaving, when you go from leaving three or four guys on base throughout the game to leaving eight guys on base, like that's a huge difference. So um, again, we're not hitting for power. We haven't been all season, but it's just those timely hits. The hits when it count have been off. I don't know if it's because we're coming up on the, you know, the all-star break. Or what if we're kind of coasting a little bit? But to your point, like the Mets against Cincinnati early in the season, we should be winning this game by 10 runs. We lost one nothing yesterday. It's not looking good right now. It's 3-3 in the ninth. So Pittsburgh, though, for the Yankees, Pittsburgh's been pretty good at home. So I wasn't too surprised for Pittsburgh stealing one yesterday. But the Yankees have also been having like tough with like rain delays and and games getting canceled. So they're in a little bit of a weird spot scheduling wise, but 
seems like everything's going okay right now for them. I don't know if they're up four nothing right now against Pittsburgh. I don't have it in front of me. Four nothing, but it's really important how they got there, man. Because the when you have Donaldson and Gala going back to back, and they're both been in the most ridiculous slumps, that's huge for this Yankees team. Uh, small ball to get those first couple runs. And then home runs by people in a slump right now. Uh, going into the sixth, Sevy is dealing. Dude, Sevy is the the X factor that nobody's talking about. I love Severino, man. He is everything. He's gonna take the Yankees as far as we know in the playoffs. Honestly, I know we're all we're all mesmerized by the hitting, by the top of the lineup, and by Chapman. <laughs> honestly, and Holmes that situation that's 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 really holding the headlines right now for us. Um, of course, the you know the bad players always get the attention. Whoever's slumping in Yankee Stadium, they they get all the attention. But of it's course. really about Severino, man. It's really about Severino. Looking into where we are, the gambling pod. We are coming up. Uh, let's say it's Friday right now. We have really important series coming into this weekend. So just okay. projecting into this Friday, uh, a little parlay I like. I can't give you the odds because the odds are not out right now. But just based on the pitching situations, I'm taking the Yankees. We got Cortez against the Red Sox in Fenway. It's going to be a nice line. We got Carrasco at home. Marlins coming into town versus the Mets. I I, I got to take Carrasco there. Uh, we got uh, Morton in Atlanta at home. Nationals coming into town. I'm taking that. They stink. I'm, and I'm taking the Twins. We got Sonny Gray on the mound in Texas versus the Rangers versus Perez. I'm taking the Twins. And we're going to chill there. Nice little four-team parlay on Friday. You're listening to this right now. Grab it. Take the money, take the money line and take the run line. Sprinkle on the run line. I've learned I've learned that from Greg. Like uh one but here's the thing. I feel like it's a little macho, Greg. I'm being honest with you. This whole like if you can't win by two, then who cares? Because I agree with you and it's been working a lot, but it really drives me nuts on the game today, like the Mets. Like I'm about to lose the six team parlay just because I did it, you know, took the money line for the for the Mets. I have a minus one and a half. They're just trying to win by one. Do you think that's a dumb bet? Do you think I'm wasting money? I don't just because it's, you know, it's not. When you get down to it, like in the eighth, ninth, tenth inning, like the Mets are right now, top of the tenth, and it's a tie game, it's tough. I mean, it's very tough. So I understand, you, you know, second guessing yourself, but. To me, maybe in a parlay, it might make sense to take the money line. But to me, like as a daily better, I'm not looking to take the Yankees like minus 310 or the, the Mets <laughs> yeah. minus like 260. <laughs> sure. So minus one and a half, minus two and a half or three and a half sometimes, especially like when they start a series like the Mets, the Yankees, these good teams, when they're playing a bad team like the Reds or the Pirates and whatever it is, like sometimes I throw in two and a half instead of one and a half. Just because those odds really do change quite a bit. And to me, it's like, you know, I think we beat the Reds 7-1 the first game we played them. Like, you could have put it in anything and you would have won. So, um, I could see how you're second-guessing yourself a little bit. Maybe in a parlay because the odds are so crazy already. Maybe I would think about a money line. But to me, if I'm betting just a single game by itself, like I said, I've been doing the minus one and a half, minus two and a half with a couple hitters and I've really peeled it back. So today I think I have two hitters on for the Mets and three, I think for the Yankees, all of them got their hits. So now I just need them to both win by two. 
and I'm good for the day, but it gets me to that plus 150, plus 180 area. I think the Yankees one's plus 225. So if I go one and one, I'm good. So um, just need one of these guys to end up winning by two tonight for me, and I'm set. But for your thing, maybe because it's a parlay, I, I could see you just doing the, the money line. But to me, I'm not really into betting minus 200 and change. It's just you have to win so much to yeah. come out ahead that chances That's are fair. it's not going to happen. That's fair. And just honestly looking at this game, like specifically, you know, the, if you're listening, this game has ended for you, but we're watching live right now. I mean, Higgy just hit another solo home run for the Yankees, put them up 5-0 in the top of the seventh. Uh, we got the Mets in the top of the tenth uh, with, the, with, you know, the man starting on second as usual. But again, they're at the, they're the top. Uh, they're the away team. So at least the game doesn't end if they score one. So there's at least a yep. chance that they could score two, even if it's, you know, they get it on just like a regular RBI. So I guess that's helpful. That's what I'm, that's what, you know, I was kind of worried about. Like if I have the Reds right now at minus one and a half, that's really annoying. You know what I mean? Because they start off with a guy on second, get a single, game's over. You know what I mean? They don't even have a chance to, you know, keep a rock. So, uh, yeah. And we're also looking at it from the perspective of minus one and a half. Like to your point, if you have the Reds plus one and a half right now, you're like, great. Like, there's something crazy has to happen for me to lose. So yeah. it kind of goes both ways. But to me, I've just been betting the good teams minus one and a half, minus two and a half. Any update on your on your daily betting that we need to do before we move on to uh, Scottish Open and Chips picks, even though he's sick today? No, just really just betting the good teams, especially when they play the bad teams. The Mets have been a little wonky, but other than that, the you know, the Astros have been pretty good. Dodgers have been pretty good. So... Just sticking with the good teams. Braves have been pretty good, unfortunately. Yeah, of course the Yankees. <laughs> yeah, Yankees so, have been the Yankees have been carrying me. So, dude, the Yankees are unbelievable. They've been carrying. They've been carrying the MLB. They've been carrying Aaron Judge's contract. They've been carrying uh, my heart and soul <laughs> right now. You know the state of the Knicks and the Jets, Optimate and the Rangers, uh, and NYCFC. Honestly, like they just had a go ahead double. Let's go. Your boy Dom Smith down the line. So, like, that's huge because now, again, you have a guy on second with one out still. So, the game will be over right now. Like, right now, I'd be, I'd be so pissed. I'd be, I'd be, I'd feel like such a, such a Joe here, uh, just like betting things just to get, you know, higher, a better price that are never going to hit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, taking the Jets, uh, playoffs or Jets division or Jets Super Bowl, like, like, uh, some dummy I know. <laughs> yeah. so moving on to a little bit of the scottish yeah the scottish open but before we get into that how did you i know you were talking about betting some golf last week did you end up betting any golf i did bet golf and none of my guys did anything good so um, (laughs) we're not built we're not built for the dog days but you know who is built for the dog days man our boy Chip Murphy seven man, he yeah. is killing it, dude. He's in peace to him for not making it to today's episode, but he'll never miss putting in his bet. So, oh, you gotta follow him, Chip Murphy seven <laughs> on Twitter. He always has them. So you go right now. Uh, he 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 posted them, but he also messaged it to us. He's got Matty Fitz as the winner, or, or John Rom, uh, and then he's got a parlay, of course. Tommy Fleetwood in the top twenty. Scotty Scheffler and Will Zalatoris in the top 30. In the top 40, we got Cam Smith, Jordan Spieth, and Morikawa. I mean, I, I, I have to tail it. I, I, I have yeah. to tail Chip. So th- that's what I'm rocking with. Do you have anything else going here? 
No, and I'm probably just going to follow Chip with all this stuff, especially I like the Scotty Scheffler and Zatoris top 30, just because. Those are our guys, man. Yeah, and it was like, it was weird. Like last week, there was literally nothing to bet on. This week, I mean, there was the one tournament that we ended up did betting on, but everyone was traveling out to, you know, uh, Europe to get ready for the Open. And uh, this week, they're all out there now. So that's why all the names that you recognize are back and playing because they're out there. They've traveled. They get a warm-up tournament here with the Scottish Open. And, yeah, back to it. So I like Willie Z and Scotty in the top 30, but I'll definitely throw a little money on Fitzpatrick. I mean, he won the last big tournament, so got to ride the hot hand. And then, yeah, that's that's really it. I don't have anything myself uh, picks-wise. Other than just following Chip Murphy, when you're hot, you're hot. Why, you know, don't overthink, <laughs> just throw. Yeah, so that's the MLB talk. A little bit of golf talk here. Again, dog days of the summer. But last but not least, I mean, we're, we're priming up for the NFL, man. Big time. We are priming up. We are doing uh, AFC East breakdowns uh, by position on the Nick et cetera podcast. Yep. We got over-unders building up in our brains, but we don't want to get too into it until at least the preseason shows up, at least to have a practice, at least do some cuts, something. Like, let me see the roster, at least, before we start making official predictions. Yep. However, of course, you knew a butt was coming. Greg has a philosophy. And we're going to stick with this philosophy when it comes to the NFL season this year, so much so that I'm actually going to throw in a parlay right now following this philosophy. And this philosophy has pertains to first-year NFL head coaches. It's part of the what did you learn series, what have you learned after you bet. Like, for example, when it comes to golf, I've learned just to stop betting. <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> uh, let's just the Masters. I did it okay there. Or really just follow Chip. When it comes to MLB, we, we, we started making you know, the bet against list, and we kind of have broken it down since. So we we're, we're, you know... We're getting a little bit better on that side as well. We all know where the cream of the crop is for us. NFL, NBA, college football, basketball. But we learned one thing, man. We learned one thing about the NFL, and that has to do with the first-year head coaches. The first-year head coaches, man, they stink. There's lots of buzz, but it never pans out. And not only does it not pan out in the long run, speaking in the long run, meaning in the first season. Yep but especially in the first game. But let's talk about both these aspects real quick to end it here because there's there's lots of gambling when it comes to this, right? There's over-unders on the team. There's expectation stuff. We got 10 head coaches that changed. 10, man. 10 head coaches. That means we could do – and I know it's funny. None of them are playing each other in week one. Yeah. <laughs> so you could take a 10-team parlay. Which- I know last year I think there was like two of them or so that were like that. So you kind of washed each other out. So this year, man, this year you could, we could do the 10 team parlay right now, completely blind, just based off of philosophy, which of course we're going to do. We're going to, we have to, but let's talk about them. I want to know because there's lots of over unders here. So this is the, a little quick over under before, the, you know, the cuts, before the train cans, before a preseason game is played, before even some, the Hall of Fame game is played. I got some breaking news for you, John. Let's go. <laughs> got some breaking news for you. The Mets are now up 5 3. Men on second and third, two outs. Your boy's back to covering. Let's go. Your boy is back to covering. Never, you know, the Mets. One thing I will say about the Mets. 
not over till it's over. This team has heart. This team has grit. This team fights. We haven't been hitting great with runners in scoring position lately. But we're going to keep swinging that bat. We're going to keep getting up on that horse. We're going to keep fighting. Let's go. I think that was Nimmo to fly out. Oh, no, still, still in play. All right. So Nimmo started the inning. Oh, no, started the ninth. He's so fast. I know I said it. I know, I know we were laughing about it before the, before the, we started recording. He's so fast. It's crazy. So the Mets are officially back to covering. They still have to compete in the 10th, but let's get back to NFL stuff. Just wanted to break that news to you real quick. While no, I like that, man. I, I'm going to hit a nasty parlay if it, if it stays. It's not over five, yet. Three. And I also took them live at minus one and a half right before we started as well. Just, uh, just to pound it even more, you know, just to Damn. pound my hate. I hate for them because I was going to hate them if they ruined it anyway. So I might as well <laughs> put might some have a extra. night here, fellas. This might be something. I don't know. We might have a night on us. And tomorrow <laughs> I'm definitely taking the Guardians and, and the Twins uh, who both lost today. So I'm excited for tomorrow as well. Uh, for, I mean, for like the series coming up. I, I'm, I'm really excited, man, for, for MLB. I'm, everything's starting to come together. The bad teams and the good teams are starting to separate. Back exactly. to NFL. So rookie coaches, ten do we want to just give our ten, ten, teams. ten teams? Do we want to give? Are you they got Chicago? A- they got Chicago, Denver, Houston, Jacksonville, Vegas, Miami, Minnesota, New Orleans, the Giants, and Tampa Bay. Do we want to talk about each situation? Do we want to talk about which team we think is going to do the best? Which team is going to hit their over under for the season? Yeah, well, we're, we don't have to go too much into depth. We just, I just kind of wanted to throw it out there today as a little, you know, thought experiment because we're, we're gonna we're gonna get into it, you know, pretty deep. If you have if you have initial thoughts, go ahead and throw them out there. My initial thoughts are Tampa. I, I think I think they're in for a rude awakening with Todd Bowles. I know they had him around. I think they're in a rude awakening. I think New Orleans is gonna be fine. I think that I think the Giants are gonna be fine. I think Minnesota is going to be fine. I think the Miami is in for a rude awakening. Yeah. I think Vegas is going to be in for a rude awakening with your boy, McDaniels. Peterson and Jacksonville is going to be interesting. Denver, it's really just Russell Wilson. We'll see what happens there. Chicago's dumpster fire. And so is he. And, you know, Houston, we'll see what happens with Smith. That, should, that could be good. Yeah. For me, I think the one that sticks out to most for me, I think I think New Orleans is going to have the best season. I think Denver is going to have an okay season because they have a veteran quarterback. And I think Tampa Bay is in for the, the biggest drop-off. And McDaniel is going to stick for, for, uh, for Miami. I guess those, those are my thoughts. Yeah, to me, I was looking at it from like, just if I had to put a bet in right now, for over under for the win total, just because I think that's what I threw out in the chat. So that's why I was looking at. I agree with a lot of the thoughts that you said. I guess overall high, high looking picture to me, I think that the Saints have a shot to be in the best position and have the best year with a rookie head coach, just because I think Dennis Allen's been there forever. I think they go to the division. They probably have the most talented team, maybe the Bucks, maybe the Broncos, but there's a lot of new pieces and moving pieces for those organizations where I feel like the Saints. Quarterback is moving. Yeah, but they've retained a lot of people. <laughs> Demario Davis, baby, he's never moving. <laughs> Michael Thomas is they're, coming back. Hopefully, their safety. So. They got Marcus May chilling. 
The Saints over under is eight and a half for the season. I like that over. To your Me point, too. I think they, I think they have a shot to win the division. So I really like that over under for them. I think they have a shot to win ten games. Um, I like Nathaniel Hackett a lot for the Broncos. I'm just little. I'm just really worried about that division. So I'm not sure exactly how I feel about that. I think their over under is ten and a half. That's a lot of wins for me. Um, the other one I was going to look at too, real quick, was the Vikings. Um, because I think he comes into a pretty good position there. Um, he, I mean, O'Connell. Was it all about? Was it all about Zimmer? It's eight and a half. I think a losing? little bit. I think Zimmer is a little bit old school kind of guy. O'Connell was QB coach for Kirk Cousins back when he was in Washington. So you get that connection a little bit. You know, they speed up a little bit faster than the other rookie coaches. Um, I think the division's weak with Chicago and Detroit. And I think, you know, what was the stat? I don't know if you saw the tweet yesterday or the other day, but it was like the most receiving yards for a wide receiver since 2019. Since rookies or something like that, since 2019, it was like DK Metcalf was 20, was number one. And there was like three or four other guys there that were up there, including Justin Jefferson. And it's like Justin Jefferson was like third on the list and he was drafted a whole year after everyone else. Like that's how good Justin Jefferson is. Like he's insane and he's on the field. And when he's on the field, he produces. So. I really like Minnesota. I think, like I said, I think they have a pretty good team there. I think they're in a pretty weak division. So over eight and a half, it's minus 140 on FanDuel. So I don't really like that. So I'll, mm-hmm. if when the alternate over-unders come out, I'll probably bump it up to nine and a half and get it at like plus 125 or something. Call it a day. But I really like the Saints over eight and a half as even money at plus 100. I love that. Um, yeah, I don't know if you have any other thoughts on rookie coaches because I do have... One other parlay that I saw that I think I have to put in while we're here talking about it. I would like a little help with it. All right, so I'll start you off with the with the bet against rookie head coach Greg special parlay. Okay, All and right. I will. I, we will dive deeper into that as the off season progresses, as we come closer, because there's like a lot of stats on it with like. Rookie coaches on the road versus rookie coaches. The only thing too is against the spreads, not always so good. I was just looking at it too. It's like, I think straight up, it's they're 32 and 51. So that's pretty bad. But against the spread, they're 49 and 32. So they're actually ahead against the spread. So you might want to look at money line instead of spread. Have you seen the Mets score? No. Oh no, did we just blow it? Dude, this team does not quit, John. Team does I was waxing poetic about Minnesota and the Saints because I don't care about the Mets because we're gonna win by a zillion. You're over here. Oh, should I put the money line in? No. Should have been at minus three and a half if you had a shot. That's like a minus one to have at plus one thousand going into the ninth. Dude, what's crazy too on FanDuel, like I don't know if I've been looking at a lot, a lot like more than I should have. And it's like crazy when like the team's down so much that it's like minus one and a half, minus two and a half, minus three and a half is all the same odds because there's just, it's such a crazy thing for them to come back. I always bet that if it's like, if, if Fandos telling you it's so ridiculous that all the odds are the same, I'm like, all right, I'll throw 10 bucks on minus one and a half at plus 3000. That's funny. Yeah. 
just just because that one Mets Phillies game, and I won a ton of money. I know. And with Diaz throwing a hundred down the middle, no one can even swing at it so fast. Brandon Nemo, give, look, giving you all this adrenaline, dude. I love Nemo. It, he's just so fast. I know. I know. That's what I hear. And so he three run home run. Going into the bet against rookie coach Greg Special. <laughs> if, if, if we were on Barcelona, we would have jackets for the special right now. Oh yeah. Colts gonna, minus. Go ahead. It's going to be my best bet of the week. Week one, I'll tell you that. I don't know. This ten team parlay. No, not the ten team parlay. But one of these teams will be my best bet of week one. Colts minus eight at Houston Texans. 49ers minus six and a half at Chicago Bears. Washington Commanders at home minus four versus Jaguars. New England Patriots plus two and a half at Miami. I mean, Atlanta Falcons plus five and a half at home against the Saints. Chargers minus four at home against the Raiders. Tennessee Titans minus six and a half at home against the Giants. You like all these picks. Green Bay, minus one and a half at Minnesota. Dallas Cowboys at home, plus two and a half. Sunday night against Tampa Bay. Oh, no, Thursday night, right? Is this the opener? No, it's not the opener. Openers. Uh, oh, the Bills, Rams. Bills Rams, yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, so it's September 11th at 820. Yeah, Tampa Sunday. Bay, that's Sunday night football. Sunday night, yeah, I was right. Tampa Bay at Dallas. Dallas plus two and a half at home. Don't love that Dallas. one. Oh, really? Yeah, there's one other one I don't love. Todd Bowles, I bet against him all day. Um, Denver Broncos at Seattle. Seattle plus five. That's Monday night. I love that one. Revenge game, Russell Wilson, week one in Seattle. You love Drew Locke? Win by a touchdown. U.S. Open doesn't love you, Drew Locke. <laughs> U.S. Open, I don't know if you saw that. People. The U.S. Open does not like Drew Locke, and they got NFL quarterbacks in their bag. So don't come at the U.S. Open if you have an NFL avatar because they'll roast your team, apparently. <laughs> What's the, what are the odds on that parlay? 10-teamer. The odds are plus 65,600. All right, so that's worth that's worth ten bucks, sixty five hundred for ten bucks. What I got going? Hey, crazier things have happened. Something caught my eye though, as a gambler I am. I was looking around. Fan doors were preparing for the over unders and the win totals is what it was. And there's a bet here, John. <laughs> there are odds, and my parlay is instead of telling you what the bet is, I'm going to tell you the teams first, and then I'm going to hit you with what the bet is. It's a it's a seven team parlay, and I already know you don't like one of these teams, so I'm gonna switch it out for a team that I mentioned earlier. So I like them <laughs> a little bit better. Okay. The Rams, the Ravens, the Patriots, the Titans, the Saints, the Vikings, the Eagles. Vikings. It's tough. That's a seven leg parlay plus. Eleven thousand nine hundred. The Vikings was, was was one that was a little tough. Uh, that's all to me. All uh, that them and the Eagles, but the reason why I'll tell you in a second. Other than that, though, the Rams, the Ravens, the Patriots, the Saints, and the Titans, I think are all going to be pretty good teams in the NFL this year. I'm worried about Thursday opener Rams Bills. That worries me. They could lose, but this isn't Week One bet, John. Oh, this is no. This is this isn't a Week One bet. This is to get ten or more wins. Ooh. In the regular season. 
I so like this. On, My brain is in a different spot now. Yeah. I'm so thinking on, week one. No, no. So on FanDuel, if you go to the win total section, there's a, there's a separate section below, and it's to win 10 games. The Buccaneers are the leaders at minus 480. I hate that. The Texans are on the bottom at plus 2,800. But in the middle, I think there's some value there. So again, to repeat, 10 wins or more in the regular season, again, 17-game season. So you see double-digit wins from the Rams, the Ravens, the Eagles, the Vikings, the Patriots, the Saints, and the Titans. 100 bucks wins 11,000, 12,000. I might throw 50 on it to win six instead. But what's crazy to me is on that list, the Patriots are the highest odds. The least likely to get ten wins, which I yeah, think is plus one thirty five. That's yeah, crazy. I think, yeah, I think so too. Because I think the Eagles aren't. I mean, they did get AJ Brown, so that's it though. Seven seven teamer, ten plus wins. That's one of those bets that I love to do. Whether it's you know fifteen bucks, twenty five bucks, fifty bucks, just because I have something to root on all season long now. You know what, Greg? I'm going to also. I've never even seen this bet before. Neither have I until today. I was perusing. <laughs> this is uh, this is interesting. I'm going to not bet on the Jets, okay? Because you that's can't... a big step for you, buddy. That's a big step. Exactly. Here we are. I'm going to parlay not the Jets. By the way, just real quick though, the Jets. The fact that the, the Lions, the Panthers, the Giants, the Bears. And Washington Commanders are all higher odds than the Jets is so disgusting. That's, it's that's why I want the Jets, dude. This is I'm telling you, this is why I can't stop betting them because I look around, and I'm, I'm I'm dying inside. You know what I'm really pissed about? Like the Bears, the Bears <laughs> are a better team than the Jets. Daniel Jones, like what are we talking? Well, the Giants Barkley? too. It's crazy. What are we talking? You got Leonard Williams. You got him from us. You paid him. <laughs> like what are we? What are we talking about? You gave us a draft pick and paid him. Like let's. Let's uh, let's let's uh, come back to reality a little bit. But yeah, I'm not going to bet on the Jets, so that's a big step. I'm going to yep. take and I'm going to take the Patriots. Yeah, I got them. So I'm going to take the Patriots, the Saints. You got them. I'm going to take the Cowboys and Eagles, both in the same division. That's tough, but I'm going to do it. Broncos, Colts, Ravens, Chargers, Ravens, and the Chargers. So you're doing Broncos and Chargers in that division again. So you really think the Chiefs are falling off this year? Dude, I am so off the Chiefs this year. I can't. I'm going to scream it from the, from the rooftops. The I think Falcons. episode episode one we did last year together to start this show was our week one or pre, you know, week one or week zero takes. And my hottest take was the under on the Chiefs and it missed by one. The alternate under on the Chiefs and it missed I'm by one. I'm with you one. this year, man. I'm with you this year. I, I think I was a year ahead. I think they're going to be fourth in the division. That's crazy. No, I, uh, why? The Raiders. You're telling me Derek Carr is supposed to be good? They got players now? Yeah, they got Devontae Adams? You ever hear Devontae Adams? Yeah. He's pretty just good. Rook, just a rookie coach, putting it all together. Josh McDaniels, is he even a rookie? He's, he's, he's with, he's with the master. Him, we've seen him fail. All right. I'm just saying. that. Like, I, I, I think I'm, there's a possibility. They for took sure. away Tyreek Hill. I know they added pieces, but I don't know. So that I, I'm taking it. It's plus ten thousand. Broncos, Cowboys, Saints, Patriots, Colts, Ravens, Chargers, Eagles. Eight eight like parlay. 
I love that we started this podcast with the Mets down 2-3 and ended up winning 8-3. And what was we scored the Yankees five in the tenth? We scored fucking five in the tenth. And it was three zero. It was two zero Yankees or three two zero Yankees. And now it's five zero yeah. Yankees. I think we should just start going live, Greg. I think it's my petition. I think so too. I think we just have to start watching baseball together every night because I'm not. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have the Mets live bet in. I had the Mets bet from earlier in the day. So now I'm about to have a three zero night. I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. It's winning picks weekly, folks. And this is the <laughs> thing people can hop. Winning picks we, weekly daily, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if we're going live too on YouTube, which is something we're flowing out there, so let us know in the comments. Let us know on Twitter, winning P weekly, if you want to see it. Because if we start going live, we can interact with people. We can ask them what they're betting live. They can hop in the chat. I don't know, maybe start taking some callers, having some, you know, hop on the Zoom. Get some video going. It could be something. We could be doing something. Oh, yelling about the Yankees live. I'm down. Not definitely two days could, later. Definitely looking at that. People are going to be laughing at you, like screaming about how, how uh, he's fast. He's fast. It was two days ago, bro. Dude, Nimmo, so fast. <laughs> so fast. I'll put him up against anyone. All right. Uh, great day for me. Hit a huge parlay. Didn't doubt myself for one second. Not a second. <laughs> Not a second. <laughs> uh, Get the first 10 minutes tomorrow. of the podcast. <laughs> I'm going to run it back tomorrow. Let's go. Let's go. Don't forget Don't forget that four-team Major League Parlay if you're still listening. Uh, definitely take the Twins with Sonny Gray, Morton at home with the Braves, Carrasco at home, Mets with the Marlins coming to town, and Nesta Cortez at the Fenway Park with the captain hanging out <laughs> over the Green Monster. Just watching over us. I hope Aaron Judge comes in with a boombox. That would be sick. Remember when he got in trouble for that? They blamed him literally losing a whole series because he had a boombox. Oh, I remember. I was. I, I, I may or may not have been one of those people blaming him. <laughs> I love baseball. <laughs> <laughs> and that wraps it up, guys. You have anything to add here, Greg? No. Follow us on YouTube or on the Knits, Jets, etc. YouTube page. Go give them a like and a follow as well while you're out there. Tons of Knicks coverage last few weeks just because of everything going on. Oh boy, Alex working hard, bro. Dude, he's all over the place. Knicks fan TV. He's all over the Twitter streets. So we were on Knicks uh, NY Media with uh, Richie. Double Richie. check that out. Dude, phenomenal episode. I watched that. It was great. So he goes live. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's something we gotta look into because we can interact with people. We can get their bets live. You can take our bets live. We can all be making money live together. It's a beautiful thing. So. Winning Pig Weekly on Twitter, Jay Malika on Twitter. Follow us on all social media platforms. Follow us on Apple, Spotify, anywhere you can get a podcast. We are there. If you're on Apple, please give it five stars. Leave a comment. It helps us out oh so much. We'll see you guys next week. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.